Hello, welcome back to All About Attitude. So for today, I was uh, when I was planning what to talk about today, I had been having this idea of creating room for the impromptu. And it has been very ironic because all of this week has been me being so attached to not knowing exactly every single detail of how this was going to go. And so I just kept pushing it back and, you know, it becomes, it starts feeling like this big mountain and all of these other things are happening around. And so I felt like there's, I just can't sit down and do this and I don't know exactly what to talk about. Um, so this podcast itself is a practice on, uh, creating room for the impromptu and just letting, um, inspiration flow through. Um, so here we go. (laughs) Okay. So I am a planner. I love planning things. I have a bullet journal that I take with me absolutely everywhere. And I really like to know what's happening down to the minute. And I think there is a lot of strength in that. And I think uh, there are great skills that come with uh, organizing and just being um, able to keep up with all the details. So um, I am very appreciative of those strengths of mine. But they can sometimes be a little bit too much. And I found this out. Uh, when I got to college. Um, So it was actually very interesting because most of my friends were um, going to school at Ohio State and they got to do their orientation and their uh, signing up for classes all during the summer. Um, But I was going to have to wait for the week before classes started to do that and And so I was trying to figure out my schedule, but of course I was completely lost and all my friends... um, back home, they already knew exactly what they were doing. They knew their schedule. Um, and we lived close to campus. So they knew exactly kind of how long it would take them from class to class. And like, if they had to take the bus or stuff like that. Um, so I was just in this bind of like immense stress to be like, I don't know what is going on. I don't know what that first week is going to look like. I don't know if I'm going to get into this class. And it was just like all of this. And I remember I was spending, hours just trying to plan out my first week of school. Uh, when was I going to go to the gym? When was I going to go to church? When was I going to do this and that? And when was I going to study? When was I going to go meet professors and all this stuff? And it was funny because my, my siblings would just kind of walk by and they were like, oh, you just don't know. <laughs> this is not how it goes. Um, and indeed, it is not how it went. Um, I remember I had to like actually tear out all the pages that I had planned out um, the that first week because indeed, once I got to to school and orientation happened and the first week started, uh, you know, life was just happening how it needed to happen in that moment, and it just did not fit into my very limited plans. Um, so. For me, it was it was one big challenge when I got to college to really open up to say, I don't need to plan everything down to the second. Um, you know, that's just not how life itself works. And that's okay. And we're just going to have to get, um, you know, get through that and embrace that. And I started feeling just incredibly uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable with, um, you know, all of a sudden, as you were making friends in college, all of a sudden them being like, it is 10.30 p.m. Do you guys want to go watch a movie? Do you guys want to go out to eat? Do you just want to go walk around? Like, And I was like, 
it's 10.30. No, this was, mm, it's already getting in the way of <laughs> sleeping time or is it, <laughs> or, you know, I had a plan of like, when am I going to go to lunch? And then some friends were like, oh, let's just do this. And like, would change the plan all of a sudden. Um, and it was just, I remember being very frustrated with that and uh, feeling, especially too, as I was packing my schedule with extracurriculars and classes that I never had the time to just spend it with friends. Um, and I remember my roommate that year, she she mentioned something along the lines of like, you know, just just come. I remember she would go hammocking with some of her friends and I, she was like, just come out and come with us. Like, she was like, just, you know, drop everything in. And it was such a nice thing of, of her to do to always reach out to me and invite me to these things. And and me getting kind of practicing to say, okay, this will get done later. Right now, let's take advantage of this opportunity. Um, and one of my very close friends, uh, Kim, she she was very good uh, about reminding me that there is such a beauty when there's space for the impromptu to happen. Um, you know, she would always mention to say, like, you just got to give time and space for Jesus to interrupt. Um, and so that was really helpful for me uh, in growing also with my faith and and just getting to let go of the, you know, obsessive control over things and be surprised by these wonderful opportunities and these um, these experiences that I wouldn't have had if I had stuck to the plan. Uh, and it was interesting because I have in one of my, so for every month in my bullet journal, I have one page that's dedicated to writing out the memories of that month. Um, and it was great because I, as I was kind of giving more space uh, for, you know, to saying yes to these uh, random times of hanging out with friends or this uh, sudden event that came up and, and me changing around the plans to be able to go to it, as I was giving more space for that impromptu um, to take place, then I was finding out that I was filling that page of memories more and more to the point that it was spilling onto a different page. Like it was... I remember in high school, there wasn't like, there were just like a couple of big events and then that was it. But, um, as I kind of looked back, I saw a shift and I could very much see how I was growing and becoming more comfortable, uh, with this because it was, there were more and more memories. And I thought about them and I was like, this, you know, this was something that could have been so silly or that would have been like, okay. I mean, that wasn't that big of a deal, but it was so special because it was all of a sudden it was, and it was, you know, times that I got to hang out with friends or times that I got to, um, also do something for myself. Like all of a sudden saying, like, actually, I really want to go for a walk right now. Or I, you know, I want to watch a movie for myself. Like the, there were times that I, it was what I needed. Um, and it just also reminded me that I was being looked out, um, after, you know, that. God was there saying, like, I'm, you know, just placing this little thing in your heart to say, like, let let go of the plan. Like, look, look at there's other opportunities out there. There's other things to do uh, in this moment. And indeed, it was a lot of it of what I needed. And I just didn't and I was I wasn't being able to see that because I was so, um, you know, set in my mindset of, OK, this is what the plan says. And so this is what it is. Um and it was great too, because like I mentioned, like I love that, um, like bullet journaling and, and I think that organization and all of that, those are great skills that I have. And I, uh, 
and I appreciate them and I appreciate having the gift of them. But I also um, got to really see that within the bullet journal itself. I was growing into letting go also of that perfectionist, like everything set in stone. Um, And it was funny because every time I would show my bullet journal to my friends, which I do often because I love talking about bullet journals, (laughs) is that they would say, there is no way I could do that because everything needs to be perfect. And I it's so stressful and I would have to spend so much time on it. And I said, exactly. I've been there. (laughs) The first bullet journal that I started was like that. And it was a pain. And I was like, why am I doing this to myself? But when I kind of shifted my mindset to say, it's okay for things not to get checked off. It's okay for things to all of a sudden change. Like it was a way of me to also practice letting go and to say, not everything is checked off that's fine. That's great. That meant that I need need to do that in that moment. And, um, that something better, uh, came along in that second. And so, um, it's just been, it's just been great, um, to kind of see that, uh, kind of journey, but it is not easy and I still struggle with it. And it's not, you know, it's, it's not my strength to just be like, yes, let's throw everything out the window and like, (laughs) see what happens. Like that is still hard. Um, and like I mentioned, that has been me this week. Like it has been filled with so many things filled with so much, uh, uncertainty and it's been so hard to deal with it. Like I, I was just at breakfast with my friends and I, (laughs) I asked my, my roommate to hug me and I just said, I'm so uncomfortable. Like I just don't know what's happening and I'm so uncomfortable. And I was like, I have to go record this. And I, I just don't know what to say because I'm so uncomfortable and I don't know exactly what it looks needs to look like. Um, so this is something I'm growing uh, in still. <laughs> um, but I, this is a couple little things that I've found along the way that hopefully can help you kind of be excited about, you know, that uncertainty and that space where you're not exactly sure what's happening or where suddenly all the change, uh, the plans change, like how to embrace that. Um, so one of the things I remember talking to, I was having dinner with my friend, Matt, um, and I have a page of quotes and, uh, this friend of mine is like in all my pages of quotes. He just has excellent quotes. <laughs> um, and so he said, you know, we were talking and I asked him about his plans for summer. Um, and this is one of the things that gets me all the time where I'm like, I need to know what I'm doing this summer. Like everyone seems to know. So I need to know. And he just looked at me. He was like, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm just very excited to go home and have nothing to do for three months and just, just see what happens. And I was like, excuse me. (laughs) It's just like, what'd you say? Um, and I was like, how do you do that? Like how, like, when I thought that you wanted like some time to just have nothing to do, I thought you meant like maybe like having a Saturday without not anything to do. He was like, no, no, no. I need like a a good amount of time. Like I need the summer. Like I need a, you know, a, a whole break of just room for these random crazy adventures to come up. Um, and I thought about it. And I was like, how do you embrace that? And he said, well, when there's room, you know, when there's space of uncertainty, there's room for possibilities. And if there's possibilities, there's hope. And that has been just such a great reminder. And I, I think I, I like requote him every single day, um, to myself and then to others. And I'm like, let's embrace just the impromptu to happen. Um, 
And it was so good because that is something that I'm constantly seeking. Like, we're all hoping that there's something better, that um, things are going to work out. And so I thought, you know, I used to kind of always equate uncertainty with you don't know what's happening, so then you're not on top of things, so then things are falling apart. Um, You know, you're not doing something, so then you're not earning that love, that accomplishment, that fulfillment, whatever it is. Um, But it is in that space where we recognize that it's not everything up to us and that we are not in control of absolutely everything, that um, we just realize there is something better and how exciting it is to find that out and to be surprised by it. You know, I think there's so many people that's like, I love surprise parties and I love when my friends just all of a sudden, you know, text me and, and want to hang out with me. And and it is such a nice feeling to say I'm, I'm they're seeking me. Um, or the same when I end up, you know, just bumping into friends and we have coffee. Like this happened to me on, on Thursday. It was my favorite favorite aspect of the day I was getting coffee with one of my friends we were gonna do homework and then we got in there to the coffee house and three more of our friends were there and it was so good and it was so funny because I thought well oh my gosh you know that little voice in my head started like I'm not gonna get homework done I was supposed to work on this paper from you know 2 30 to 2 um to 350 and like then I was gonna go off this and I just start seeing the whole plan just crash in front of my eyes and then I thought okay it's okay like this is like it's fine you know I had to kind of remind myself again in the possibilities there's hope (laughs) and it turned out that I was way more productive than I would have expected uh thanks to having talked to them and uh just have left like just gave some room um, to talk to them and and do homework with them, um, and that's my first point. You know, the how do we kind of start making room for for things to happen, um, and how do we start letting go of that plan and that expect you know that ideal um, that we had in mind, and and how do we start, um, especially you know when we're when we're thinking about projects. Um, I've been um, doing a lot of inter- interviews for internships this summer, and one of the main things that they keep talking about is, you know, you have to be, you have to have a self-started mindset, and you have to be creative. Um, and that's been something that I'm working with uh, in my different activities with the podcast, with this podcast and other stuff. Um, and I thought a lot of this too is for you to leave room to say, okay, there's room to do something. There's room for this project. What do okay, let's just do it. Like, let's jump and feed first and let's try to uh, really see what can come out of this. And so what's the first step that you can take? I find that talking with others about ideas is good. Um, Is the best thing, actually. Uh, And that's just because I really like to talk to people. So maybe that's not necessarily your way. But um, I think getting the input of others is really helpful because they can really see kind of more objectively, like, what are you thinking, Um, you know, from their own experiences, from their own creativity, they can say, what if you added this? Or what if you, you know, you thought about it this way? And so that's the greatest thing, right? Because when there is room for space, you know, like, or when there is space for others to come in, um, then you realize, like, you're no longer, like, 
blinded by your own perspective, but you get to see others. And so, um, you know, talking with others about ideas and then learning from them. So something that I really like to do, especially, you know, this week, like I mentioned, I have been feeling like just uncomfortable and frustrated with certain things. And I thought, how do I, how do I get out of this funk? Um, and one of the, my, favorite things to do indeed is to listen to podcasts. <laughs> and so I just start listening to these other podcasts and listening to others that have been through these things and that they know it's okay. Let's take a step back and here's kind of a, a step. So I find that, um, you know, as you're starting to create this space for all these possibilities, um, talking with others and talking about your ideas, about your feelings, um, about kind of how the things that are surrounding it is like a, a good place to start. Um, my second thing is, and this is like I learned in high school, I did the international baccalaureate program, uh, which is amazing and I love it. And I think everyone should do this program <laughs> in high school uh, if your school offers it. But essentially, it is a very difficult um, academic program and it's over two years so there are projects that you're working for over two years and that's hard when you're a planner like me to say like this needs to get done like you know you can't follow exactly all the steps all the time because it's two years and life happens like <laughs> um but when I was really struggling to kind of keep up with my work and, and try to figure out how to write the seven research papers that I had to um one of my teachers, they sat down with me and they, um, they were kind of trying to f help me just figure out how to, how to be organized. Again, organization is not a bad thing. It's an important thing. Um, but how to be organized in a way that you also, um, are letting go of, you know, everything being perfect and letting go of everything, like going exactly how you thought they needed to be. Um, and so they said, you are going to work on this paper for 50 minutes. You're going to put 50 minutes on the clock and you're going to work diligently through those 50 minutes. When that timer goes off, it's done. Whatever you got done in that time, you have to acknowledge it and be proud of it and to say, this is the best thing that I could do in these 50 minutes. That's it. That's what I'm going to do. And and honestly, it's something that I've also done with, um, not just in you know, I've also done it with in social things or in um, in prayer and in, in other aspects. You know, it's something that's really helpful to me to say, this is the time that's dedicated to this. And so then I'm also, because there is more of a designation of time, then I'm also kind of saying I am dedicating to um, to make sure that I make time for the impromptu, right? That I'm limiting some of the other things Um to not be perfect so that there can be more space for the random thing to come up. Um, and, you know, you also kind of have to slowly figure that out, um, how that works uh, for you and for your lifestyle. But I find it that it's really helpful. Um, and sometimes I change that, you know, I sometimes do say, I don't have the 50 minutes to do this reading. That's okay. I'm going to do 30. Like, Again, just being more open to that flexibility. Um, but I do find that that is one step that has helped me um, work on not getting so attached to the details and so attached to um, the perfectionism of it all. Um, the third thing is, I find like it's good to have one or two foundational aspects to, especially like if you're starting a project or if you just have like this big challenge of. Uh, you know, let's say it's just been a really rough week and 
you're just not feeling like yourself and you say like, okay, how do I get out of this funk? If you're like me, that's been me this week. <laughs> um, and so having like one or two like main aspects. So for instance, I'll give you the, the, when I started the podcast, I had thought about it for months and I just was so worried very much like today where I was like, I don't know exactly what to talk about. I don't know exactly what that needs to look like. And so I was freaking out. And then I said, what do I, what can I do right now? Like right now is, you know, I kind of went through the steps learning from others. So I looked at some YouTube videos um, and I put myself 15 minutes on the clock to say, we are going to take this 15 minutes to lay down a foundation and to learn how to learn uh, lay that foundation. So in those 15 minutes from watching those videos, I got, okay, you can use Anchor and that's a place where you can record and um, edit and uh, publish. And I thought, okay, perfect. So I had my foundational aspect to it. Um, and then I said, okay, once I have that aspect, I really can't keep making excuses. And so I moved on and I just forced myself to go to the media library and say, okay, I'm here. I somehow need to get a studio, uh, recording studio and a microphone. And which leads into my, my fourth step for you. Be courageous. Be courageous to ask questions. And I think this requires vulnerability and honesty and certainly, an, you know, embracing being embarrassed. Like I showed up and they were like, hi. <laughs> I was like, hello. I have never been to this floor of the library. Um, I want to start a podcast and I just know that I need a microphone. <laughs> like, what, how can I do that? Um, and it was great because I think the me accepting, like, I don't know everything. I don't know everything that's going on. This, you know, I don't have all the details figured out. But let me ask. Like, let me ask the experts here. And it was great. You know, the the guy from the library, he was like, absolutely. You know, there that is so cool that you're doing this. You know, there's so many students that are trying to do this. Um, let me show you. And he walked me through, you know, the... Uh, how to use the recording studios, you know, how to attend more workshops to learn how to use, you know, all the equipment, um, how to book all this stuff. And it was great. And then, you know, he said, just keep trying. Like, uh, he was like, as you start with this, I have found that a lot of the students is just encouraging to keep trying and just practice. Um, so I didn't just come out with like the equipment that I needed, but I came out with lessons and further resources on how to keep growing with this. And I came out with a great encouragement and feeling very welcomed um, to use this space and use the resources from the library. So, you know, kind of think about those four things as you are letting go a little bit of the control and um, making space for, you know, the random to happen. And so, you know, start with talking with others about your ideas, about your feelings, about your thoughts, um, and learn from them um, or seeking to learn from others. And I do find that, again, just all these different education mediums, um, you know, reading um, podcasts themselves, I think they're great. Um listening to music, like whatever it is that you can learn from others, that's the first step. Um, you do want to have a certain organization, a certain uh, limits to work, to work, on, uh, to let go of the perfection itself. So, you know, using your time wisely. And so 15 minutes on the clock or 15 minutes on the clock, I think is very helpful. Um, and, you know, just say what's getting done is getting done. And then I'm having more, more of this time to, to actually say, okay, this is 15 minutes or three hours, whatever it is 
of me not knowing what to do, you know, of purposely not putting it down on the calendar to say, that's time for things to just happen. Um, and, you know, that going into, it's good to have one or two foundational aspects. Um, so to have like that first step that can come out of, you know, those 50 minutes of work and talking to others. And finally, being courageous to ask, you know, uh, we do need to grow in our vulnerability and our honesty and our ability to just be embarrassed and not knowing. And, uh, I think asking, you know, we're afraid to do it sometimes, but that's when we find so many answers indeed. Um, so with all of this, I'm hoping that you're able to kind of break down the overwhelming mountain that it is sometimes to change your mindset to start a new project um, and to to let go to say, I don't know exactly what's happening, you know, for the next four hours. That's okay. Um, you know, again, like I said, like the some of the best memories have come from moments that I didn't plan. Um, and I really like to, again, to quote my friend Kim, um, you know, she said we were in the car and I was really frustrated one day and I said I don't know exactly what to do and it was late at night and she said this is what I like especially of our faith she said you see how I don't have like my my headlights on we only see just a few feet up front and I was actually kind of terrified it's like this one road that I hate close to school and it's like it was really dark and I was just very nervous and she said she was like I love to drive in this because it reminds me to have that this is faith you know it's like when you're carrying a lamp instead of one of those really fancy flashlights that like goes out you know you can see like so far out with a lamp you just see a, a little bit before your feet and she said I love this because again this is us realizing that not everything is in our control and that there's someone out there looking out for you um and that things are going to to work out you know if you open yourself up and if you you kind of cooperate with with that um i like to t to kind of imagine it's like this little feeling that like there's a tug in your heart to maybe start a project to expose yourself to a certain opportunity like you know honor and embrace that little tug in your heart that calling and to say there's a reason why I feel like this. You know, if, if, if a friend just all of a sudden says, hey, let's go, let's go eat, uh, you know, let's uh, let's go on a walk, like something like that. Know that there, there is a reason for it. Um, and there is an aspect of when yes to say yes and when to say no. Um, we can get into that more at another time. But for this time, just really, you know, I encourage you to really um, just be faithful that they're there are good things that are going to come from that moment of not knowing exactly what's going to happen. Uh, so I hope that some of this will be helpful to you, uh, that these four steps will be helpful. And uh, for you to know that, again, you know, when there is space, there are possibilities come up. And when there's possibilities, there's always hope. Um, so don't be discouraged, especially if, if you had a tough week like me. Um, there is a lot of good to come. So stay tuned uh, for more on All About Attitude. Thanks for listening in.